this thing on? Yes. Welcome. <laughs> We're back. We're back again. We're, oh, Michael, how long has it been? I don't know. It, it actually does feel like a month. It I'm not, feels like I'm forever. Sure. We are Terror and Tacos, in case you have forgotten. I, I might have forgotten. I might have forgotten. And I felt so bad because this is like the highlight of my week and in my life. We just, it's just been crazy. Yeah, it has been absolutely crazy. It has been nuts. We've both been so busy doing other things, not the least of which is getting ready to make this movie that we've been talking about. We raised our money. Yeah. um, Or we we met our goal or whatever Uh on the Seed and Spark. So thank you. And thank you to everybody. We'll give shout outs at the end of the show to everybody. Get you to follow us on on the Facebooks and whatnot Mm -hmm. because this thing is. It's happening. Thing is happening. It's terrifying yeah. and exciting and all of those things. Yeah, it can't be that different. It can't be that different from directing a play, right? It's nah. exactly the same. It's going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be the same. I've done it <laughs> millions of times in my head. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So before we get into what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about our food. And, uh-huh. and we didn't eat tacos together this time. We did not because, again, super again, busy. Super busy. <laughs> Uh, but I had crispy beef tacos from Calle Dulce. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is down the street from my house. Yeah. We haven't talked about Calle Dulce. I love Calle Dulce. Calle Dulce is great. It's a, it's, there's two locations in Dallas, and it's kind of like a fancy Mexican seafood. And I know how you feel about seafood. Right. But they have amazing tacos, They have fajitas. great tacos and fajitas. They have, like, they have their Mexican seafood menu. Mm-hmm. And then they have a... Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex menu. menu. Yeah. Um, and so I just got crispy beef tacos. They're really good. Nice. Uh, with all the fixings. So. I, I had tacos. Um, I had a, a tacos at a, a place called El Vecino, mm-hmm. which is kind of just on the other side of the lake, I guess, uh, which I go to a lot. And um, White Rock Lake. Yes. Not like Lake Michigan or anything right. like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a nine-minute loop. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're delicious. I go there a lot. They're not super expensive. It's just sort of the classic corn tortilla. Um, I put a bunch of queso on there tonight because I was feeling that. Uh, and apparently, oh. according to my wife, they have delicious uh, margaritas. So Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, Dallas has a lot of great places. So, Cayadose, El Vecino, uh-huh. both fantastic. Get and you some tacos. Not super cheap, but not crazy yeah, it's not crazy it's like, expensive. Like, if you go to Caidose for a fancy dinner and you have, like, their fancy seafood, it can get expensive. expensive yeah. But, you know, their Tex-Mex menu is average. Uh, yeah, just normal. It's comparable to, like, Chewy's or right. something like that. Somewhere you're going to go sit and actually have, like, a waiter and stuff yeah. like that. Um, cool. Yeah. So, wh- so, okay. So, let me... So, I have to introduce you to the people out there in podcast land. So we had like a rare free night. We did. And uh, we <laughs> thought about recording and then we thought, you know what, let's just watch something. So Mike and Aspen came over to my house and... And we actually kind of were celebrating meeting the, yeah, the fundraising goal because the last month has been insane right, trying to raise money right. and whatnot. And I think John was doing something else. Uh, oh, he was playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. So it was just me and Mike and Aspen. And we got back home from eating delicious Italian food Uh and just decided to turn on the TV. And we watched a movie called Shark Exorcist. Shark Exorcist, which literally started as we should watch the first five minutes. And, and then, then we could we not, could not look away. We couldn't look away. And here's the thing. <laughs> Shark 
Shark Exorcist. Exorcist. I just want to point that out one more time. Shark Shark Exorcist. Exorcist. It's on Prime Mm -hmm. and it's on Amazon. And this is, you know, one of the things I think that we couldn't take our eyes away from it because we it was so terrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. I mean. That Michael and I had to finish watching it just to make us. To, just to kind of like confirm our feelings that we too can make a horror movie that that will be better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, to, and that will have distribution. <laughs> yeah, this is out there. I mean, if this is on Amazon Prime, Shark Exorcist. One more time, Shark, Shark Exorcist. Exorcist, y'all. So I texted, I, te- I messaged Dante, mm-hmm. uh, your son Dante, during during it while we were watching. It. Right, because he watched Five Headed Shark. He watched Five Headed Shark uh, Attack or whatever. Right, whatever and, it's called. And he said, you know, he has he and his roommates had a sort of a fascination with like terrible shark movies. Right. And I was like, how do I even describe how bad this is? And the text I sent to Dante first was just shark exorcist. That is all. He replied, holy shit. And then I replied, it's like porn bad, but without the porn. It's true. It's, it's, that's the only way and I'm not even talking. Look, I'm just. Gonna, I mean, we're talking, but we're talking bad porn. I'm right? talking. Yeah, I'm not even talking about porn with some sort of budget. I am talking about like the worst, the worst porn. Porn, like, like I, that, we're gonna rent a seedy hotel room and just and, and film people fucking. But, but even film people, but they're gonna try to act first. Oh, okay. You know, like when, like, yeah. like <laughs> the part when they're in the water. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like if it, the porn equivalent, we're just talking about porn. The porn equivalent is like, you know, I am the pizza delivery man. And even that is somehow better. Yeah. Like even that has a story. Arc. Yeah. And it leads to fucking. Um, right. This, exactly. this, this is like, you know, when you. When the pizza delivery guy comes, you know, you know what's going to happen. And, and you as an audience. He's got member, a job to do. He's got a job to do. And he's probably actually pretty good at that job. Right. Um. And you, as an audience member, I don't know what your, I don't know what you people do. I don't know what your but porn if you have preferences are, you know if you're like I'm gonna watch this porn, you know what you're getting into, right? right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> this to me was like, I, I mean it. I can't wrap. I can't wrap my mind around like, how bad it is. It didn't even have a storyline. No, and it is. And let me, if I can preface it with this, just to give some context. For a time, for years, like from my, like when I was twenty nine to like thirty three, so like four years, I used when blog. Like this is when like blogging was like you're gonna right. blog. This is pre podcast. Right. You right. Know. I had a blog because I was uh-huh. bored all the time, uh, in which I just watched and reviewed really bad movies. Oh, like I review Hallmark Christmas movies. Yes, like okay. you. And so I, it was called Greco is King, named after Richard Greco. And so I spent an inordinate amount of time watching bad movies, a lot of which were sci-fi and horror. Right. We could talk about why that might be. Of. Nothing, 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 even all of that, my years of purposefully seeking mm-hmm. this shit out did not prepare me for shark exercise. It's so terrible. And the thing is, is that it's not bad in the way where you go, oh, this is so bad. I'm going to love watching yeah, it. Yeah, it's so bad. I mean, it's good. That's, right? Like, that's the hope. 
Right. The hope is that when you see something like five-headed shark attack. Or, or shark exorcist. Or shark exorcist, you're like, oh, it's going to be like so crazy over the top. Uh-huh. So bad that it's good. It's going to be, Because yeah. people are having fun making it or whatever. Or whatever. Or it's just, it's entertaining. It's something. It's no, th- something. This is just excruciatingly bad. bad. I don't know how, how it exists. Um, I, I, oh my God, dude. So let's, so let's start. So here, here, here are two things, right? Uh huh. So like, I don't even know how to start talking about shark exorcist or even if I should, it's terrible. No, it's so bad. And like, sorry, I'm turning off my phone. I, I actually had hopes that it would be so bad. It was good. I mean, you hear, you hear a title like shark exorcist. That's what I'm saying. And And you're like, it's gotta be good. Yeah. It's good. Because like. If it's you, you have to. Oh man, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. No, all. no, it's. I know what you mean. You have to think that this, the shark exorcist, stems from sort of Sharknado, right? Right, right. Sharknado, sort of that series seems like it issued in the like ridiculous, purposefully bad creature feature. Creature feature. Yeah. And this isn't. I man, this isn't even that. The the graphics are like. If you did them on like a Commodore sixty four, right. maybe right, right, um, right, <laughs> and and it's like the like I just said, there's no story arc. No, like there are people in the movie that you don't even know why N- they're in I, the movie. I mean, you know, and it's not even it's not even that you call what's going to happen. I mean, there's no I there's mean, no calling it that because there's there's like a joy in that when you watch movies too. Sure, but this is just bad. Bad. I mean, like they're like movies that were shot on like a VHS camcorder by like a six year old and his friends would be better would than be better. better than this. Would be better. Would than have this. more of an arc. I mean, dude, it starts with the nun. With, yeah, with the I mean, party it's like, this, is like basic, this is like basic, basic storytelling. Basic <laughs> rules is like a story, a play, a movie, a story must have a beginning, a middle, <laughs> yeah. and an end. However and, and you, however you, you make know, that happen. Make yeah. that happen, right? And I know that sounds simplistic, but it's actually true, right? You know. And this did not seem to have any of those things. No, I can't. Normally, I would like if it was something like Sharknado or whatever, something along those lines. And I and we can get into some of that. I would be like, man, you know, whatever your chosen vice is, really, just like get high as fuck, watch it, whatever. It'll be right. Fun. Not no, I no, would this, never. T- no, I think if I got high and watched Shark Exorcist, I would, I would like immediately spiral down existential crisis right and be like upset there's no purpose in the world this is how we have donald trump like it would lead to that exactly exactly Um, so 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 here's the thing so that i'm sorry no no no, you go ahead i think we're so i was gonna be like so we decided let's talk about terrible movies sure let's talk about terrible movies that we love to that we love to watch and we can also talk touch upon terrible movies that we just love to hate yes so i started i i actually i called i asked dante you know mm-hmm. and i said how do you define i asked both my children actually how do you define a bad movie that's bad that's so bad it's so good? bad it's good and how do you define a bad movie that is just 
bad. Yeah. Right? Like un- unwatchably bad. Unwatchably bad. And they both had some pretty great responses that are basically like, you know, uh, Dante says, that's a good question. The first question I ask is, how much did I enjoy that? From there, I can reverse engineer what kind of bad it was. And in general, what distinguishes the two for me is if I was bored or not. Something can be terrible, but completely entertaining. Sure. Like the first Wishmaster movie. Or it can be terrible and boring, like the third Wishmaster movie. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, and I'll add that something can be bad by any technical or disciplined measure, but still be fun in a sincere, oh my God, they really tried to make something good and it just kind of didn't work out kind of way. That's great. Can I have 20 survival dollars? Oh, no, that's another text. (laughs) That's a different text message. Um, Yeah, so I think that's a pretty good definition. Because there is a world in which even some movies now, especially in horror and sci-fi, and I think that genre, especially like when I was sort of seeking out bad, bad movies purposefully or so. Right. And my hope was always that they were so bad. They're good. That, that Right. I always hope that too. Yeah. That they would be entertaining and, and even to write about them would be fun and entertaining. Um, I think sci-fi and horror lends itself one, because again, it's a genre. Those are genres in which low budget is just like, it's just part of it. Yeah. There's a whole, that's just part yeah, of it. Just yeah. Like, it's like Isa says, okay, so you know how sleepaway camp is by no means the best horror film ever it's low budget acting is pretty over exaggerated and the plot has serious holes but the fucking twist at the end holy shit that is what makes it a staple in horror history it's a cult classic and you can tell everyone had a great time making it there was love and care put into it right the devil inside was so terrible it was angry making okay you can tell it was made to make a quick buck uh, by that point, CGI and special effects were at their peak, and everyone wanted to try out demon movies. The Devil Inside totally believed it was an end-all, be-all to all possession films. Okay, and that is even more aggravating. Yeah, yeah, I and and yeah, like the haunting. You know, we've talked right. about the haunting or the fucking nun. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, I have that. On yeah, the, list. the nun. The the like. A movie, dude. You know they already fucking greenlit a sequel to the Nun. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ had nothing. To nothing do to with do with this. No. Yeah. I mean, it's... and the, and just two days before his birthday, Christy. Oh take... man. <laughs> um, oh, not his birthday. His death. <laughs> Slash rebirth day. Slash rebirth. Oh, now we're getting in Zombie trouble. Zombie Jesus. Oh um, shit. So yeah, I think both of those are great points, and there is there is bad in like what East is talking about with devil inside and then how we feel about the nun or the haunting and then even another category to me is is shark exorcist right um in which just don't you have no just don't you have no business you have no business just don't why and it's like why is it acceptable like in it, it seems that in the horror genre people will just accept anything yeah and i think to me i thought like okay what is the the cleverest thing about this movie, which is utter trash, is the title. Yeah. Because the title is so bad, it's good. You're right. Like, yeah. I mean, Shark Exorcist. Right. This is fucking ridiculous. So we were talking how the title is so bad, it's good. Yeah, like, I mean... Come on, Shark Exorcist, which to me is like, did it just get distributed? 
it got streaming distribution based on the title alone. Maybe, right. Because people like us would be like, oh, fuck, this sounds amazingly ridiculous. Yeah, let's watch it. Um, and then it just, oh, my God, man. It just. Yeah, it was angry making. It was angry making. I mean, the acting. And I don't even care about terrible acting, quite frankly. In I mean, not all the time anyway. You know, I have a question for you later that might be controversial. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's not even that the acting was so terrible. I mean, the acting was just like... You can't... Is it... You, it's like you couldn't even call it You can't acting. even call it acting. I mean, and then... Yeah, I... The the priest was wearing a turtleneck. A turtleneck. Like, they could, they didn't even make the The priest effort. collar. You can't even get the priest collar? I, I mean, mean come on, like, man. Just cut a piece of white cardboard. Yeah, man. Like, that's all you have to do. Yeah. And, I, it's unbelievable. It's and unbelievable. Like the church was not a Catholic church, and it's like those things matter. Yeah, and there was a moment, there was a minute, like where I was like, <laughs> maybe they're secret geniuses, and this is all a brilliant joke. And then I was like, no, no, no. I mean, the fact that it was in a lake in Tennessee, which makes no fucking sense. Right. Should, the yeah. fact that they, they had, they were walking like there was a huge scene walking through the carnival. And it's like that they didn't. You can tell they just didn't have money for a sound guy. So it's like how how do we save money? Yeah, and not have sound is we have a, a long follow sequence in the carnival where nobody talks. Where nobody talks for like fucking fifteen minutes. Right, like nothing happens. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's unbelievable that it exists. There was that one girl though. There was that one girl that was really trying. She was trying. Like there was a one girl that was. The only actual kind of like actress. She was trying in so Georgia. hard. Yeah. Is it filmed in Georgia? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. And the other two, I mean, those, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm not like, I, I am, I think I'm for all kinds of people, but <laughs> these ladies just look busted. Like these ladies look like someone walked into the legs and eggs joint. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, you early be in, in a the movie? morning to the titty bar and was like, Hey, you two, do you want to be in a movie? Yeah. That's what I said. Like the guy turned to you at one point. I was like, why don't they just make porn? Like this yeah, would be better. If it, it was would porn. be better. Yeah. Why don't they just set, set it in a titty bar? Yeah. Like, that would be better. Yeah. You wouldn't have to have a stupid computer graphic shark that looks like you did it on your oh, speaking spell. Oh my God. Um, yeah. It was so terrible. So we watched, we watched Shark We Exorcist. watched it, man. I can't, I can't uh, really believe it. We did it. Yeah. Uh, we did it. I mean, it. the only thing that makes it okay is that we enjoyed incredible Italian food beforehand. beforehand. So we kind of had to like sit and process that and we put yeah. the movie And on. it did inspire me in the way, I shouldn't say inspire me. The movie did not inspire me. No. Um, like reaffirmed, like, okay, we're not crazy. Like we're if not these crazy. people are making this movie, we we're not we crazy can, to try to make can, a movie. We can totally um, make a movie. So so okay, so Shark Exorcist. I don't great. there's Fuck nothing. It. We've else. talked more Fuck. about it than ever should have been. Yeah, than anybody <laughs> should ever talk about Shark Exorcist. I think also you went and looked up reviews of Shark Exorcist yes. and it said exactly what you said, which was porn without the sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Which is fucking pointless right exactly <laughs> so do you want to talk about movies that you bad movies that you love to watch first or do you want to talk about bad movies that are just let's talk about some that we actually really enjoy watching okay. since we just talked about one that we fucking sure. hate sure 
So what are some of your favorites? Some of my favorites, you know, I, I noticed that mine follow a pattern and they, they are from my childhood. Okay. And so maybe part of the reason that I love watching them is nostalgia. Sure. But no, I mean, when I look back, I some of these I still watch. I'll put on sometimes and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's terrible, but I love, I love it so it, yeah. much. And I think that, so Witchboard is one of them. And that's, uh, that's one of mine. Like, that's from like my teenage years. Dude, yeah, that's, yeah. Witch, Witchboard is one of mine. Yeah. Uh, fucking I, Malfador. Uh-huh. Uh, I, Tawny Katane. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I think we've had the Tawny Katane conversation before. I mean, before. she changed my life when I was a youngster. I'm sure she did. Yeah. Yeah. So he, which what's, one? His, what's his name? Who, who is she married to from White's Well, it was David. Yeah, David Coverdale. David Not Coverdale. anymore, but Not back anymore. in the day. Yeah, but you know, they have that video on the Jaguars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which board is oddly so... It was, I think... So you probably, you saw it in high school. So we, we also came to it in high school, which would have been a little later. Right. Um, so we like found it on VHS. Sure. Uh, and we, I mean, just like my group of friends that we, you know, like group friends that I watch horror movies with, we were oddly obsessed with Witchboard. Um, I think the first time I saw it, we were in middle school. Uh-huh. And after was that- Was it because of Tawny Katane? For partially, maybe, but this is also a mix, this is a mixed group. I mean, it's, it wasn't just horny boys. Um, like it was boys, girls, but you know, girls like girl. I mean, like even straight girls are also into into girls, like in in a way that's kind of like I I don't know why I'm attracted to, maybe to this person, but like I also want to be her. I think that's probably part of it, and then mm-hmm. also part of it is I think in middle school, the first time we saw it, and then I like we got obsessed with it. We came back to it in high school, and probably ironically started to love it. Right. But initially in middle school, I also think it was when. Like, we were just sort of dicking around with the Ouija board and stuff like that, you know? And, like, so this was... This was, like, the first real fucking, like, Ouija board movie for us. Right. No, Uh, I think it's great. I think people should go watch Witchboard. But as Dante says, Witchboard 3 is, like, on on the opposite Um, side of that. Yeah, which the first Witchboard with Malfader being the sort of villain. Right, um, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, one of my really good friends, uh, Kevin, who I've known since we were, I mean, kids, since we were in middle school, like years later when we were in high school, he like basically wrote an adaptation of Witchboard. For the stage? Just for himself, really. I think maybe, you know, ultimately the dream was to take it to the stage. It didn't happen. Kevin, it's time. Um, but it was about, uh, a graphing calculator that was possessed by Malfader. That's incredible. So it was sort of an adaptation slash sequel. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it needs to get done. I, I will. Yeah. I need to text him tonight and be like, yeah. look, I think um, it's time for your witchboard adaptation. But why? So you think it's nostalgia and I think it's, it's nostalgia kind of a fun... and it's fun and it's got pretty people yeah. in it. Because the you lead know. dude is a soap opera star. Right. Like that guy. Oh, that guy. That's right. Um, you know, I admit, it's been years since I've seen that I think one, he played, right? like, Patch or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. In, it was a general hospital. Yeah, on GH. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can thank Lorraine Federico for... Happy birthday, by the way, Mom. <gasps> happy birthday, Lorraine. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, that's Switchboard. Okay. Uh, I mean, unless you have more to say about... No, no, great. No. But uh, So, I have one... 
that is so ridiculous. Okay. And you probably have never seen it because it's from the seventies and I didn't I saw it as a child. And now I will I will actually rent it, even if it's bad, and John will be like, Oh my god, you're not renting this again. So this movie is called The Manitou. I've never even heard of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm always afraid to to like suggest that you watch it because I think you'll watch it and you'll go. It's okay, good. wait. Did you say the manatee? Yeah, it's got she. She's gotten off her not the manatee, the, the manatee. Okay. So the manatee. It stars Tony Curtis, by the way. Wow. It's, it, it's from the '70s, and it's one of those weird. I don't know if it was made for TV, but you know the '70s had a lot of made for TV. Yeah. Horror. horror. Yeah, it was the yeah. whole thing. And um, and then they would be released on VHS. Yeah. yeah. And he plays this, like, uh, fake medium. Like, he, he plays this con okay. man who, like, cons little like old charlatan ladies. Like a charlatan. A charlatan who is a psychic. He cons little old ladies out of their money. And it's Tony Curtis. Yeah. So, you know, he's suave and whatever. And he wears a caftan sometimes. And, I've uh, never heard of this yeah, movie. No, no. And, it, and there's a, there's a lady. I can't remember the name of the lady. But basically, the... the Manitou is it it has to do with Native American lore. Oh, okay. And so this lady has a manitou growing in her back. <laughs> and so it's like the spirit, it's the angered spirit of a Native American shaman. Growing in her back. Growing in her back. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And Tony Curtis tries to exercise it. And it doesn't work. And at the end of the movie, like, they try all these things. And at the end of the movie, they she actually births... The Manitou? The Manitou. And it's a, it's like a, it's a, a little person. It's a dwarf. Oh, my God. And, and it's it's crazy. It's crazy and it's it's ridiculous. Well, I will watch I will watch it's this. It's so I will watch the shit out of that. I know, but it's like you're gonna watch it and you're gonna go, She's nuts. Well, I look, I mean, I'm about to drop I if you're obsessed with the Manitou, I am obsessed, and this is not a horror movie, I'm sorry, with the Kirk Cameron version of Left Behind. That is kind of a horror movie. It is movie. Yeah. Sure, right? <laughs> and perfect 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 for Easter. Um it's Good Friday. We're, or, no, tomorrow's right. Good Friday, Is right? it like about being raptured So left. Yes, yes, yes. So Left Behind, they remade it with Nick Cage. I'm not talking about the Nick Cage version. I'm talking about the Kirk Cameron version. They remade it with Nick Cage? Yeah, like two or three years ago. And, it's and is it called Left Behind? Left Behind. And it's based on a very, very, very popular, like insanely popular series of Christian Fiction. Is it like the twilight of Christian fiction? Basically, yeah. I mean, it's insanely popular and there are a million, there's a ton of books in the series and it's about the, the rise of the Antichrist and those who are not raptured, so those it, who are left behind. Is it to like scare teens into becoming Completely. Christians? It's yeah. absolutely propaganda. But at the same time, they're tr- clearly trying to make sort of like a bold sci-fi, you know, like for a... For a faith, what they would call a faith-based film of the time, it is like a bigger budget, but still not remotely right. like a real budget. But so they're like trying to make kind of like a sci-fi post-apocalyptic uh-huh. movie, which is, of course, the dressing for like 
religious propaganda. Right. And I'm not even being a dick. I mean, no, that's true. what it is. It's yeah. trying to get you to do this thing. And I'm obsessed with it. And it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. Kirk Cameron is terrible. Everybody in it is terrible. The guy who plays the Antichrist is like... Oh, man, I have to watch it's it It's like the Antichrist in this movie is like a suave Russian. Um, and like it's just so bad. And I've seen like... Wait a minute. Isn't the Antichrist yeah, exactly, in real right? life a they suave They predicted Russian? Putin. Um, <laughs> they're going to shut us down. And so like... Like, I get, like, being into the Manitou, even if you know it's terrible or whatever. It's, it is. But I love it. Like, I used to watch, this is like when I was doing the blog, or even before, this actually would have kind of inspired me to start all this. Like, my friend and I would watch Left Behind all the time. All the fucking time. And we're like, would you watch it and laugh? Laugh. Hysterically, but also just but, like morbidly obsessed. Yes, yeah, and that's like, what it is. Start to sort of like break it down in a way that you were oh, like that you should only break down like fucking Taxi Driver or something, right, 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 and like really start to look at the nuance of like what was going on. Um, and so yeah, I get being obsessed, like just obsessed with this thing that you know is is objectively bad. Right. Um, and people are like, have you read the books? I was like, fuck no. I don't no. care. Like, it's not about that. It's, not, it's about the movie. <laughs> it's about the movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll watch Left Behind. And I'll watch and you The watch Manitou. The Manitou. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, parts of The Manitou are just, I mean, it's so weird. Like, it, it gets to the end point. Like, her, she grows this hump on her back. And it, you know, Tony Curtis tries to exercise it, and and along the way they're falling in love, and you know how that goes. Sure. And it's Tony they, Curtis. Yeah, they have to meet. They have to like go find this like Native American shaman that's cool. going to help them. You know, of course, get rid of the Manitou. Right. But they have to take her to the hospital because they're going to like remove it, and it pops open, oh and God. like this tiny Native American man. <laughs> comes out of her back and like then the, then the cosmos opens oh. like the door like there's a door in the hospital that opens up to the cosmos <laughs> All right. We keep experiencing like this weird technical difficulty. difficulty where the recording equipment just decides it's not going to record anymore. There's so a ghost in the machine. There's y'all. a ghost in the machine. Or maybe we're just out of practice. I don't even yeah, know anymore. Or maybe Putin is, is on to us yeah. and he's trying to shut us down. He's trying to shut us down. Uh, he's gotten um, in my laptop. Can I? In my, in my Lenovo. <laughs> my Lenovo laptop. Oh, my God. What? That's clearly a Russian laptop, Lenovo, right? Lenovo, yeah. Um, I, I don't know Lenovo. that. But that sounds very like yeah. the name of a villain it in does. a Bond movie. So we've got we've got Left Behind. Left Behind. We've got The Manitou. What else do you I, have? So I was going to bring up another one. Um, and then I have like a weird other question for okay. you. But first, another, this is straight up horror. And I, I love Jason X. I fucking love it. It's so bad. Uh But this is, if you haven't seen it, that's Mm -hmm. okay. This is when Jason Voorhees Mm -hmm. goes to space. Okay. I think that's why I haven't seen it. And it it is absolutely terrible. It's it's basically Mm -hmm. like a a terrible, low-budget, shittily written retelling of Alien. But like Jason Voorhees is... The alien yeah. instead of like the Geiger alien. It's so bad and it's so like late 90s, early aughts. Yeah. Like 
thumping techno and his machete and mask get upgraded because it's the future. And the, and space. In space, yeah. Right. It's so bad. It's so bad. Well, I'm going to have to watch but it now. It, it is. And I think part of it is like you said, you, you might be into the Manitou because of nostalgia. Uh-huh. I used to watch Jason X like when I was – this is going to sound ridiculous and I don't mean it to sound so serious. But like when I was going through like a really fucking horrible time uh-huh. in my life – um, like when I was in Chicago and like just going through some, just going through some shit and I didn't, I didn't want, I want, I needed something on right that I don't know. Like it, it, it almost like, but I didn't want to have to watch really right. watch. And right, I also right, right. didn't want to feel anything. I understand other, that other than, feeling. Yeah. And so it was perfect. I could laugh at it. Some of the kills are, you know, I mean, it's. Still, like, yeah. in that Friday the... Th- I mean, right. Somewhat in the Friday the 13th world. And it was just this thing, like, that I would put on, and it almost was like... Like a, you know, like a balm, if you will. Like, it just made me feel better. Yeah. Even though I know... Like, I know it's it's terrible. Even for, like, as shitty as that series gets. Like, when he fucking goes to Manhattan and all that, or whatever. Like, I mean, it's Jason like Voorhees. The yes, when Jason takes Manhattan. Um, it's like, I mean, it's Jason Voorhees in space. It's the right, most absurd right. thing. But I think there's something in, like, there's comfort in you know this character. Uh-huh. And, yeah, like, you know this character, and you know it's just going, you know what you're getting. Right. Right. And so it's comforting. Yeah. It's like fucking, it's like the film version of Xanax. Yeah. So speaking of this, uh, the other day uh, when we were getting ready to talk about this kind of stuff, I turned on the TV and I was like, fuck it. I I got home from teaching a class and, and I just turned on Friday the 13th, but the new one. The remake. The remake. Mm-hmm. But it's not really a remake. No, no, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, the, the reboot, it's, it's if like you will. It's like a reboot. Because right? it almost re it almost like remakes the original in the first ten minutes or right, whatever. Yeah. Right. And then Whereas, we move and I on. think it's like Nana Visitor, Nana Visitor, Nana Visitor who plays um the Betsy Palmer role. Mm-hmm. She plays Jason Mrs. Voorhees and she if you don't know who that is, she's on Deep Space Nine. I love Star Trek. Does anyway. she say they were making love? She does. Yeah. She goes, You should have been watching them. So she takes it from the monologue basically. Right. Yeah. And then you know, she runs through the forest after the girl and the girl beheads her. So we're led to believe that it is those last ten minutes of of, of, of Friday, the original. The original. Um, and then we flash forward. Right. Yeah. And it was it was not it wasn't terrible. No, I. But, but it also wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Sure. <laughs> but I didn't not like it. No, I saw it. I, 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 some of the kills were great. Really great. Yeah. And I mean, there were moments where I would be like, "Oh shit, that it's, was fantastic." Yeah. But it's not, it wasn't a thing where I was like so enthralled by the story or following any of these kids it was could just, not name a single character couldn't name a single i, I don't think i can tell you like why they were out in the forest sure for weed in the first place right like why come on yeah but there was something in the there was something that i knew jason was coming mm-hmm. and i knew jason was going to get them that and is that's all i that's needed. all you need that's all i needed and it was it was just kind of like oh it was an it was a nice thing to watch and i know that yeah. sounds crazy no i know i i, I it's funny because i actually saw that in the theater this leads me to a question that i was not planning to ask uh-huh. it's 
we talk about like oh the re the I don't remake is not you're right it's not the right word the reboot whatever the fuck you call whatever, it the newer Friday the retelling of Friday the 13th isn't that bad it's not terrible you know but it's funny because if you really look into your soul people the first Friday the 13th is a shit fucking movie yeah yeah that's what I was I about said to it. say I said that no, shit deal with it that's what I was about to say is it's it's a shitty movie it is it's not g- good no like at all at all there's but, some, like some makeup and gore is good right and I you mean, can tell Kevin Bacon is gonna be a star right and you I mean this is like the the beginning really of Tom Savini's yeah Career. Uh, like I mean, ascendancy. he had he had done so other like major stuff before, but this is really when he started to take off. So, so those kill, so those kills, you're going like, oh, this guy, is this scary. guy is, yeah. But the movie is terrible. It's terrible. The acting is terrible, terrible. except for Kevin Macon. Um, and he's not in it enough to make it. No, it's 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 not a good movie. But see, Friday the Thirteenth falls into that category. I think like Wishmaster, right? Where it's kind of like. Sean Cunningham and his group of people, you, there's something about it that they were excited to make. Yes. And, 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 and it does, I guess, elevate, it gets elevated in a way. One, because of when it came out and like it was just perfect coincide with like the rise of VHS and all that shit. But it does, it does establish so many rules. Like it borrows from Halloween and, and Black Christmas or whatever, but it really like, I mean, again, I know I keep talking about it, but like at the end of the day, even though we said it in theater camp, you and I are making a horror movie that takes place at a camp. At a camp. And that is because of Friday the 13th. Exactly. But it is funny to think back. It's like we still haven't gotten to see Pet Cemetery, which we really want to do. Yeah. And we will and we'll review it. And a lot of people are like, well, it's not great. And I'm like, well, neither is the fucking original right. if I you hear, really yeah. step back. I hear people going like, well, the first one's better or something like that. And I'm like, is it really? Is though? it really? Or is it better because you were 13? Right. And so that's like its own whole other weird category right, right. right I have this feeling and it's like just knowing us and knowing what our taste is and how people have responded to movies that we've hated I have a feeling that we might go see Pet Cemetery and actually kind of, kind pre- of appreciate yeah. it yeah I mean it's the same to me I, but I don't know I'm, and where we might just be like angry I don't know but I mean I'm willing to give it a chance but we're not even going to lie we're not going to have tacos no, I'm Where eating chicken. We're Come on. Eat chicken. Come on. Um, or a milkshake. But it's like, you know, when people are like, well, I mean, I liked it, but Bill Skarsgård's no Tim Curry. Well, well nobody's Tim nobody's Curry. Nobody's Tim Curry. And that's not the fucking movie they made. And in a lot of ways, th- this Pennywise is truer to the fucking book and, and scarier. Yeah. Tim Curry's amazing because he's Tim Curry. Right. And so there is the like... I know we've gone off track, which no. means that means we're back. We're back. <laughs> that, that like, there are these movies that many of us, especially like our age or whatever, uh-huh. and I'm sure every, every group of any, any generation, any generation has their touchstones or whatever that we convinced ourselves are, are these are really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm like, Friday the 13th is not Halloween, y'all. No, not at all. Not at all. It's not Nightmare on Elm Street. No. It's not even Black Christmas. No, it's not Black it's Christmas. Not it's not Texas, Texas Chainsaw. Chainsaw. Like, no so, way. you know, again, it's, there are these like, it's, movie- a, it's of its time. And if we had reached our peak of like irony, like if when Friday the 13th came out and we were in our twenties, uh-huh. I would have 
yeah. loved watching that because it sucked. Right. Right. I would right. have had my fucking ironic T-shirt on. It's like you know. It's I think it's like smoked when, my basic cigarettes. Right. And like you know. When we watched, I think the one that also falls into this category is my bloody Valentine, which we just watched. Yes. Which is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Don't have a party in the mind. Don't have a party in the mind, Paula. God damn it, Paula. But but I enjoyed it. Of course. Me I enjoyed too. it because it was, you know, kind of ridiculous. And mm-hmm. you can tell that those crazy Canucks had they they were having a great time. And they committed to the thing they that they were doing. The thing that they were doing. We're yeah. having a party in the mind. In the mind, because Paul is, is a fucking this dick. Is the story we're telling is that these Teenagers, thirty-five-year-old teenagers. These thirty-five-year-old teenagers have a party in the mind, yeah, and they completely commit to it. Uh-huh. And it's the same thing with the first Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, you know, this is a camp horror, and they commit to it, right? But 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 Shark Exorcist doesn't even have that. No, like Shark Exorcist. It goes like there's this. no joy. No, there's no joy, <laughs> and there's no story, which right. is more important. Like it goes, it follows the scene for about. Three minutes or 15 minutes. Depending. Depending. Right. That, and it means nothing. It means nothing. It means and it nothing. doesn't even try to accomplish anything. Right. So, okay. So, I'm going to ask you a question. That Is this the may, controversial one? It may be controversial. All right. Because I know how you... I mean, we both love this movie very much. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, we both love this movie very, very, what very much. What is about much. to happen here? Uh, I'm just wondering, the original Suspiria. Oh, Fuck. We both love it. Uh-huh. And we love it on a level... I mean, I th- I think it's sublime. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's probably one of my... I know. It's one of my favorite horror movies. It's one of my favorite Are you asking me, is it actually so bad it's good? I don't know what I'm asking. Because the acting's bad. Yeah. But is that what's important? The acting is terrible. Um... I oh my god this is this is yeah, this is it, it, it doesn't you know I'm not I'm not saying it's bad no but I there is some but we but we have to be honest I mean if right. we're, if no, we're no, gonna no, be no. honest with podcast land we have to be honest we with ourselves at, we're yeah, always we gotta honest. look in the mirror we gotta look in the mirror I it is not the Oculus mirror no yeah, don't please God you will no. get Oculus um it is I think and this is I was you you did not give me this question earlier so this no, is we're just going I'm off sorry. no no it's good I love it we're going off the cuff it is in some ways a combination of some of the most brilliant filmmaking and some of the worst I think the acting is some of the worst acting I've ever, ever. seen in my life but he doesn't care he doesn't care the dialogue is absolutely fucking horrendous but he doesn't he care. doesn't care he will, is that the difference? I think it is because, because like, yeah, like we've even talked about, he will put two people in a scene that clearly do not speak the same language. Right, right, right. Um, because the design of it, the style of it, the gore of it is so, I, I do believe, it's truly beautiful. beautiful. It is beautiful. And on top of that, the score is... In its own, I don't know if beautiful is the right word to describe Goblin, but it it, it is. Yeah. And so you have these, like, aesthetic aesthetic elements of the film that I do think are absolute genius. Yeah. And I think it's because he doesn't fucking care. And they weave together to actually tell a story. Yeah. And so to me, watching Suspiria... If every... So, like, this is weird and I'm jumping around again. It's, like, my favorite band... um, 
is Icelandic. And so they sing. I don't understand a single word they say. Mm -hmm. I mean, relatively. I know like two words in Icelandic. It doesn't matter because I am absolutely moved and their music is beautiful and his voice is amazing. Right. I think if you put Suspiria on and instead of English, everyone was speaking Italian or Uh, whatever, some uh language you don't understand. I know you know some Italian. So whatever language that is to you. And there's no subtitles, it wouldn't fucking matter. Right. Because watching it is like some, it's something else. It is just the experience of watching it. Yeah. Which is how I feel when I listen to the band I'm talking about. I don't know what they're saying. I have no idea what they're saying. But there's something about, I mean, and music can do that. Yes. But so can, so, so So can can, imagery. Yes. And I think he has somehow married those two things, like the auditory and the visual to where I literally don't even fucking care that the movie is ostensibly about witches. Like that doesn't matter. Right. Which I think is why I hated the remake so much. Right. Because it seemed like it was trying to be self-important. Yes. Yeah. And I was glad to hear Argento hated the remake Right. I was so glad to hear. And it's like, I do think that the second one, which which says you can put a shit ton of movie money into a movie, uh-huh. right? And that doesn't make it good. No, and you can have a brilliant. And I think the second superior is bad. I thought it's terrible, and that's on top of the fact that like we could talk about how shitty the acting is in the original Suspiria. Uh-huh. And I'm not even like bagging on the lead. It's just like it has nothing to do with. It's not no. her fault. No, she's actually in the remake. Um, you have Tilda Swinton, who's brilliant. Right. I mean, she's one of the best. Dakota Johnson's great. Yeah, it's great in it. And Tilda Swinton is like one of the best actors in the world. In the world. Doesn't fucking matter. And she's doing great work. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the movie's I don't terrible. fucking care. Yeah. Um, so that's I'm a like, great question. I'm glad. Oh, well, it's funny that you said that you didn't even have to hear, like, you don't even have to understand the language. The other night I was watching, I wanted to mention that in this quest of like trying to find bad movies that uh-huh. I like, there's this movie that's on, I think it's on Netflix. I think it is, I think it's Netflix that kind of pops up and I've kind of like ignored it. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to watch it. And it's called Ermentari. Okay. And I was like, that's not Spanish. That's not Italian. Like, I don't know what that means. And so it turns out it's, it's a, it's Basque. Oh shit. Yeah. So there's this movie on Netflix and Ermentari means, um, oh my God, the, you know, guys that work with iron. What's what? What are those the those guys that make horseshoes and okay. swords and oh my god, like a smithy? Yeah, blacksmith. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot that word. I've seen this preview. It yes. looks absolutely insane. It's insane, and it's a period piece. Uh huh. It takes place in somewhere in the Pyrenees because that's Basque country. country. Sure. And so I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch it in Basque because I've Basque is like one of the oldest languages right. in the world and it's unrelated to, to anything. anything yeah it's, it's, it's like in fact thing. spanish comes from basque not the other way around, around. it's right. like it's so kind it of predates, isolated yeah. yeah it predates everything and so i was like i've never heard anybody speak basque i'm gonna watch it in basque and it's so it's not good <laughs> but it's also beautiful sure. to watch and and it's also an example of a movie that is so kind of like that that so targets a particular culture and country uh-huh it's like the thing that we talk about with troll hunter sure right? where if you don't grow up in that you culture or that same. mythology you may not have the same 
But I think you would appreciate it, actually, because it's so Catholic. Cool. I was absolutely intrigued it's, by the preview. It's, it's so, and I, it's not fair to say that it's not, that it's bad. It's not bad. It's just this thing of like, oh, it's going to sound the, terrible. It's so kind of, um, it's provincial. Okay. It's provincial in that, in this story, the devil is, it, it's not symbolic. It's not metaphorical. It's not something. It's like, just the actual devil. It's the actual thing. Like the devil truly exists. Right. <laughs> and it, it actually appears to you and has pointy horns and a tail. tail. And is red. And, and is red. Yeah. And you can defeat it if you knock it over the head with something and put it in a cage. Like it, it's, it's so, it, it's like a fairy tale. Okay. It's like an old school Italian or Spanish fairy tale, fairy tale. And there are parts of it that are so beautifully shot. Right. But it's also kind of like bad priests who hits little boy upside the head. And it's real kind of like, okay. you know, it's just, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And some of the imagery is so And you so watched it beautiful. in a language you don't know. I watched it in a language that I didn't yeah. know. And it was just kind of like... It still worked. It still worked yeah. for me, even though I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I mean... It's not the Babadook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would say, again, I'm not saying this is good or necessarily works on the level of like Suspiria or even this movie you're talking about. But like, if I had a friend who like only spoke French or something or Spanish or whatever, didn't speak English... I would put on Mandy and not worry about the translation. Right. I just wouldn't fucking care. No. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, Which brings me back to Mandy. Yeah. Like, what like What is world it? is it? What, I, what world does that exist in? Or Panos, Cosmatos. Cosmatos are part of each. Um, I did want to bring up one other type of bad movie. Sure. And that is the bad movie that knows it is, is purposefully. Is purposeful. Do you have an example? The trauma films. Oh, yeah. So where do you fall? Are they bad? Like, is that even the word? Like, they they know exactly what they are. Mm -hmm. They are purposefully sort of playing on or utilizing B-movie tropes, right? Right. Are, do you find shit like that entertaining? Were you ever into the trauma movies? I've seen the trauma movies long ago. Uh -huh. I think my daughter's more into the trauma movies than I am. It's And it's not that I'm a snob or anything like that. I, I, I don't know if I'm so much into the trauma movies as like a self-aware bad film as much as I am into some Sam Raimi stuff Okay. self-aware bad film. Okay. Because I will argue, and I know that people are going to get mad at me, that Evil Dead mm -hmm. is one of those movies that is purposefully bad of course yeah but he knows what he's, he's brilliant doing. at he's it. brilliant at it and bruce campbell they both know what they're doing yeah i mean it's it's and it's, it's so good the to me the genius of evil dead and evil dead 2 and army of darkness which i love i love all three especially evil dead 2 and and army of darkness i was way into when i was in high school is it is a satire of the thing right. and also the and thing also itself. And also the thing at the same time. It is a perfect example of high camp. Yeah. In theater. In, right. In, in it's like the theater equivalent to me is like 
a guy like Charles Ludlum. Oh my God, I was just about to say who, that. Who is like my theater mentor and who knows who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Who, so it's like who knows who has such a vast and I think Raimi falls into this in film a vast knowledge of, of the art form of, of the art form and culture. Yeah, and is able to right. So, and so that to you is more effective than say like Tromeo and Juliet. I, I think so. Okay, no, yeah. I think that's fair. And like. I have a friend, well, we have a friend, Blake Hackler, who is also a horror movie fan and a, an actor and a writer. And, a, and, and, the, and the way he defines camp is I'm, I'm going to walk into a room as though I'm walking into a room. I'm making myself a drink as though, as I'm, though I'm making, making myself, myself a drink. drink. Yeah. So it's very self-aware and the thing, right? right. And I, like, I think that the Sam Raimi's do that better. I no, I think that's totally fair. Yeah, I mean, I think Raimi is. He's and, a genius. And then you can see you can see that in Drag Me to Hell too. Yeah, and then you can also see where Raimi, like with a simple plan or oh something, is like, oh, I can also just make or the, a, or the gift or the gift. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can just make a. I can make a Southern Gothic movie. I can make a heist movie. He can do... Straight up. Yeah, he can make... He, then he fucking made Spider-Man. Right. And it, it takes somebody who does have a vast knowledge of the art form Yeah, to do that. Yeah, you know, how it's do crazy. You, how do you walk that line? Man, can I tell you, I worked with a dude back in, in Chicago who went to high school with Raimi. Really? Was he brilliant even then? Uh, he said, yeah. And my friend, when they, they... He was making a short... And my friend was supposed to be in it, and then he got a theater gig. Oh, man. And that ended up being the first Evil Dead. Fuck, yeah. man. But, you know, that, that gave us Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So oh. I, I will always Yeah, be... and he wasn't going to be the Bruce oh, Campbell Oh, no, he part. was just yeah, no, no. Yeah. Bruce um, Campbell's one of my favorite. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. he's He is fantastic. Um, I, I love Bruce Campbell when he's on... Uh, when he comes on in... Is it Xena? Yes. Yeah, I love him on Xena. Which is, um, again... Raimi produced. Right. He and knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does he all knows, the... Yeah. You know, Xena walks that line of, like, for real Dino De Laurentiis barbarian film and... And full-on camp. And full-on camp. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Some of the other... So do you have, like, other movies that we just want to throw out there? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? are fun to watch. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, you know my love of Hammer, mm-hmm. and some of the Hammer movies I love that I think are really good movies, but a lot of the Draculas, um, because Chris Lee made so many Dracula movies for Hammer, and a lot of them are just terrible. Sure. But they're so much fun to, to watch, watch. Because they're, they're, it's, it also falls into the realm, I think, of like camp. Not so much the way Sam Raimi does, where he knows what he's doing. It just happens that way. It just way. happens that way. It's kind of like these movies are kind of like, all right, we, it's kind of like the early Doctor Who's. Sure. Where it's like we have no budget. We have no money. So we have this set. So we're just going to. Yeah. We have this set. So it's like, how can we do Dracula on this set? Oh, yeah. He comes back 100 years, years later, later. Or yeah, something sure. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the charm of some of the Hammer movies. There's another movie called Prophecy. Oh, dude. Walkin'? The mutant? No, no, no! Oh, it's the different. mutant demon bear. Oh, have no. you seen this? This is one? not the one with Christopher Walken. No, this that's is, the prophecy. That's the prophecy. Okay. This is prophecy in its early eighties. Oh my god, Michael, you have to watch. No, I've not it's, seen that. It is like a mutant demon bear out Fantastic. in the wilderness. Like just those three words together. Um, the entity. The entity I've seen. It's just kind of a sexy, a sexy a kind sexy of ghost, ghost thriller. Yeah, yeah, with Barbara Hershey. Um, Empire of the Ants. 
Yes, great. With Joan Collins, The Swarm. Oh man. With Olivia de Havilland, you know. And these are like class, yeah, classic. Yeah, they're, they're classic, classic. Um, yeah, those are some of my favorites. Some of mine, I don't even know that this one actually fits into so bad it's good because I think it's actually kind of working on some 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 other levels. Is is uh, Basket Case? Oh no, I love that. Yeah, I love that movie. Do you think? But it's bad. It's good. Yeah, and so yeah. I have Basket Case. Uh, we brought this oh, up. So good. Brought this up during us. Our Us review. When I was a kid, I was way into Chud, Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Yeah. Um, a non-horror, but fits in the kind of fantasy that everyone should see because it is essentially where Tom Hanks started. Is a movie called Mazes and Monsters. I have not seen They this. could not get the rights to Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, um, my God. Is this like Panburger Partner? This is the Panburger Partner <laughs> of Dungeons and Dragons. And it is a young Tom Hanks... <laughs> Like fucking Tom Hanks, y'all. Yeah, the America's sweetheart. America's sweetheart. This is before he got on Bosom Buddies, before he the like before man anything. with the red one red shirt. Yeah. Mazes and Monsters. He plays a college kid who this is again goes back to like weird eighties panic. He and his band of warriors play D and D. Sorry, Mazes She's and Monsters. monsters. And he loses touch with reality. Oh. And so that was, do you remember, I remember when that was a thing? Yeah, like where when, it was like, you cannot play video games or yeah, stuff Yeah, or, like or like Dungeons and Dragons, will, you'll forget what the real world, which is hilarious and to think about on, now. And then you'll go on a killing spree. Right, which is a hilarious thing about now with like Grand Theft Auto or right. ever, all, even that's old That was now. a thing, kids. Yeah. It was a thing in so, the 80s. So Mazes and Monsters sort of plays on this idea that there was this like anti and this was real, an anti-D&D movement. Mm-hmm. But this, if you follow me, is kind of a pro-anti-D&D movement. <laughs> like, <laughs> the point of the movie is like, see, this is what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> I'm going to have to go watch it. Mazes and Monsters. And I have to give a shout out. My now sister-in-law, Zenobia, we were friends and we've been friends since college, since before, well before I knew Aspen. But this is Aspen's twin sister. Zen, when we were in school, like after we had watched probably Days and Confused for the 400th time, she was like, all right, motherfuckers, you want to get stoned and watch something we're going to watch fucking Mazes, Mazes and, and Monsters. Monsters. And she had the fucking VHS or found. Yeah. And so I. I she every, probably got it for Christmas the same year that Aspen got Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Right? Yeah. So like um, Mazes and Monsters, Tom Hanks. He plays his character as Pardue, a holy man. He walks with Glacia, the fighter. Yes. Like you've got to see this shit. It's so bad. It is so bad. It's good. And the fact that it's you're seeing one of the most famous and beloved and beloved and serious like, oh, multi Oscar winner actors um, of our time at like who is like who really I mean for years now but is really one of the greatest film actors sure ever yeah and you see and you know this is a time in his life when he probably fucking cracked open a bottle of champagne when he got Mazes and Monsters. Right. 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 Because it was a it was movie. The beginning. It's a movie, you know? Forrest so. Gump was written. <laughs> it was already it was written all, in the stars. Yeah. And so check it out. That's one of my favorite bad movies. Hey, man, we need to give some shout outs. I mean, there's so many bad movies. We'll list them on, on the Facebook page and, and I'll try to put some. Yeah. On maybe Instagram. we can revisit. It's a fun topic, yeah, I think. But, uh, 
let's give some shout outs. Okay, so this is the 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 last of the or at least for now, the last of the shout outs for for everyone. Um that was one of the perks or incentives for for people if you gave a certain level to our movie final dress. Yes. Which you can now follow. You don't have to follow the fundraiser. You can. It's still up there. But you can just follow Final Dress on Facebook. Yeah. And we'll keep you updated. And Instagram. As we legit move in to, to making pre-production. Yeah. And, and soon production. Yeah. It's, we have a reading. It's happening. It's happening. But uh, these people gave us, are awesome. And they gave a certain, they gave the amount that gets them a shout out on Terran Tacos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this is a long list because uh, people fucking came through in the I end. I know. I know. So a huge shout out to Barry and Sandra Nash. Yay. James Stroman. Thank you, James. Jimmy James. Stephen Ship. Amanda Hendrickson. Yes. Uh, my friend Jamie Vargas. Thanks, Varg. Uh, Nyla Walker. The yes, Nyla. Incredible Ellen Osborne. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, Jim Shields, our British fan. Oh, Jim Shields. is this British Jim? This is British Jim. Thank you, British Jim. Uh, Raphael Perry. Raphael Perry. Yeah. I RP. Mean, RP. Oh, my gosh. The man who I kind of owe my theater career to. Me, too. Um, all of our friends at Choreo Records Tap Company, which yes, is an amazing tap you, dance company in Choreo town. Records. And Natalie. Uh, Kathy Owens, who is amazing. That's my wife's aunt. Yes. She's awesome. And finally, uh, Amanda Hendrickson. Amanda Hendrickson, who got a mention twice. Amanda Hendrickson is an incredible yeah, Amanda, seamstress. Thank you so champion. much. True champion. You're the best. Uh, all of you, thank you so much. It really, I know it's, it's, it's it is one of the reasons it's, We've been gone. Yeah. Uh, we're all busy, but like we were committed to, it was a 30 sec, a 30 day sprint. Right. Basically to raise this money and it happened. And we were shooting clips and we were making yeah. short videos, videos and, and, and posts. And, and yeah, it was and, like its own kind of part time job all yeah, of a sudden. It was crazy. So we're super excited. Uh, uh-huh. We'll keep you updated. We're going to do our first, uh, well, I guess our second, but our, our first reading now with like officially, officially, yeah. and with with most of the cast in most place, most of the cast and members, and and our executive producer, producer Max Hartman, who we're so happy yeah. to have on board. Um, yeah, and we'll keep you informed on that. And in the meantime, we promise, we promise, we promise that we will keep making terror and tacos. Yeah, and I hopefully more regularly. Yeah. Um, then I'll go on vacation for a while. But yes. Right. So if somebody like just wants to throw like a million dollars our way, so yeah, that we can just make terror and tacos. Just like a cool mill. Yeah. What the hell? Lot. That's not. That's not a lot. No. It's not a lot. Come on, Come podcast on. land. All right. Thank you, guys, and we will chat with you next time. Bye. 